podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Sam Keir, host of Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. For the past 12 months, I've been talking to T20 star David Visa, getting his take from behind the scenes at the IPL, the 100 and the rest of the world's biggest leagues. That's the Donnelly view system, DLS. There's no <laughs> ways in my mind that was up. These guys don't know how to win at this stage. He had his driver pick him up in his Bentley. People start chanting your name. You kind of have to pinch yourself. Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Sport Social. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast again. Um, for a nightcap podcast, I it's it's kind of become it was one that we were struggling for a name for a podcast, Paddy, when we had nothing really to talk about. And I'd say about a year ago, we called it a podcast the nightcap podcast. <laughs> um, I think it was during the World Cup or something like that. And every so often, we put it out of the drawer when there's just a couple of topics, nothing in particular to chat about. Um, so we said we'd come on and we talk about a little bit about the news that's been happening around Aston Villa. And uh, before I do that, I have to reference. It would be remiss of me not to reference Paddy's new background. Everybody, <laughs> round of afraid. applause. <laughs> round of applause. Round of applause. Excellent. F- finally yeah. got them back from the uh, from the framer. So, uh, yeah, silly not to have them behind me, wouldn't it? I don't know why you don't have, yeah. And, and you know what? I meant to say this to you when you showed me a picture of it during the week. I went, why didn't you get Townsend's jersey from the League Cup final framed? It's not from the League Cup final. It's from when he scored the 5,000 Premier oh, League goal. 5,000 goal. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. The reason I didn't get it framed is I'm waiting to get it signed. <laughs> That's why. Ah, yes. I thought you were going to say, I'm waiting to fit into it again. I thought that was going to be... A bit... No, it looks absolutely savage there behind you. You know, Robbie Keane. Um, obviously, we didn't have him for as long as we would have liked to have had him. Uh, us being Irish fans, I think. Doug Ellis. <laughs> yeah, thank you for yeah, Doug Ellis and his five hundred grand. We can really crowdfund that at, at the moment. Um, if it came around again, but no, so there's a couple of Easter eggs there in the background. I think we can see uh, Conor Horahan and we can see uh, Steve Staunton there up in the background as well, along with the World Cup. And Paddy might be the only ever Irishman to have the World Cup in his house because uh, the way things are going, it doesn't look like we'll get there any anytime soon. Um, but yeah, Paddy, it's been a while since I've had you on. Um, between since since you've been on last, I've been talking about transfer stuff. I've been making, uh, I've been doing things completely zombified. Um, but it's great to have you on to keep me in check. Sure, that's what I'm here for, isn't it? <laughs> it is indeed. And everybody, just stay tuned as well on this podcast tonight. We're gonna gonna announce uh the next uh guest uh the third of four guests that we're going to have on the on our live podcast in september the 9th uh in the laughter lounge so i'm really really looking forward to that uh as well um just going to come to some of your some of your uh your chats there as well so yeah the, the podcast here is called investigations uh, question mark and a lot of you guys have been asking what it's about and look it, it, it there's there's a, a piece 
uh, at the moment, just uh, Aston Villa and V Sports in general under investigation. It, it, we'll talk you down, talk you through it. You've probably read it already. Uh, to be honest with you, it's much ado about nothing. Um, but it just kind of shows that uh, UEFA uh, pull out the the fake cop badge every so often, and they go, "I'm a cop. You got to, you know, you got to do what I say." And then uh, all the all the robbers just walk around behind them and, and, and go about their business because it's uh, you know they put it out and they put it out in the good guys who comply and then all the rest of the guys then go about their business behind. So um, yeah, Seferin is uh, is not proving to be a man with any um, substance. I think so far, um, uh, much in all as his bloviations during the Super League uh, did make him look like a hard man. Uh, I, I'm yet to see him drop a hammer at all and, and and look he's just another one of those uh, football administrators but I didn't plan on talking about suffering in, that, in, in those in, in that way but anyway we'll get to that as well Paddy we're going to ask you about a couple of transfer rumours that we've had as well and as I said we're going to no do problem. a live podcast live podcast a um, couple of guys there uh, commenting on uh, your background Paddy or has it gone to um, well, I can't find it now but somebody was saying that, uh, that your background looks really really good uh, yeah, his shooting tweet says uh, Paddy has his memorabilia on the wall today. Yeah, and they're there to stay. And um, now I have to go in and get all my shirts framed. No, thanks, Paddy. Um, <laughs> no, he took me three years. In fairness, <laughs> yeah. well, in fair, and, and and to be honest with you, I have, uh, I I have, I still never found out who that person, that wonderful person who sent me a signed, a signed jersey by the squad last year. They sent me a signed jersey when my son was born six and a half weeks ago. I have it there behind me. No one has come forward to, to tell me who did it. Um, I have no idea. I got a package with no return address to it to my house, and it's fully signed. And and, and to this day, I have no idea who who, uh, Happy who days. It. So that's going to go up in the wall soon. Uh, and I do. I might do a little bit of a rejig behind me. But let's talk about our walls, Paddy. And more talk about the walls are closing in on Aston Villa, and we're going to be thrown out of all the leagues because UEFA have their their cops badge out. As I said again, it's uh, it's Halloween. And they've dressed up as Chief Wiggum, and uh, they're on the case, Paddy. Because uh, um, for those of you who don't know, the UEFA have launched an investigation. They've launched an investigation into Aston Villa and Vittoria de Gumarish, um, V Sports in particular. Um, you know, with regards to their Article Five, UEFA's Article Five, Paddy. Paddy, come on, off the top of your head, what does Article Five say? Quick. Quick. Uh, it, it, it depends on what way you interpret it because I read it today and I was like, what did that actually give me? Why, why did I spend that time of my life reading it? Yeah. Look, what, what I understand is they don't have the controlling interest in Vittoria de Gumarez, which ultimately leads that to be a non-existent article. Yeah. Well, that's, well, that, well, that's what I took from it, but you know, take what take what you want for that for a pinch of salt. I may have read it completely wrong, but well, from no, what I've no. seen in commentary, that's that's what seems to be the case as well. So, so to kind of roll it back a level even there. So, the reason that the investigation is happening is because V Sports obviously acquired Victoria de Gomares, Aston Villa and Victoria de Gomares potentially and hopefully and most likely will be playing in the same competition this season. So, UEFA have rules uh, in place at the at this moment in time that are supposed to trigger these investigations to make sure that there's no match fixing, that there's no conflicts of interest and so on and so forth. So, hark, as I hear you all say, what does uh, Article 5 of UEFA's rules state? So, Article 5.01 of UEFA's rules states that no club participating in one of their competitions can directly or indirectly hold or deal in the security of shares of another club participating in a UEFA competition 
be a member of any other club participating in UEFA competition, be involved in any capacity whatsoever in the management, administration, and or sporting performance of any other club participating in UEFA Cup competition, or have any power whatsoever in the management, administration, and or sporting performance of any other club participating in UEFA club, club competition. So that's what 5.01 says. Let's hold our horses for a moment before we start talking about that as well. Um, article 5, because the reason I brought up the two teams is this uh, Article 5.02 explains that if two or more clubs fail to meet the criteria, then only one of them may be admitted to UEFA club competition, and that's the team who finished um, higher, ranked higher in their respective league, which would be Vittoria de Gamarche. So, Look, it's just always a soap opera, really, isn't it, with UEFA football, uh, with Aston Villa in general. And the soap opera today is that they're coming for our European place. And why are they coming for our place? So, as Paddy mentioned there, I suppose my reading of that as well is 46% isn't a controlling interest. Uh, V-Sports aren't on the board, so they don't have an involvement in the day-to-day running of the of the club. It's solely a financial venture, it seems, uh, at this moment in time. Exactly. Um, yeah. And look, I suppose we'd be remiss if we didn't say, we're not the only club that's that's being investigated uh, at the moment. Brighton and, and Union St. Gilles are being uh, uh, were, were investigated or are being investigated or there has been questions around it. And then also AC Milan and Toulouse because they've got they've got a uh, co ownership with regards to that as well. So and the two the Red Bulls in Salzburg and Leipzig have been getting away with it for Red years. Bulls, so, yeah, like, Red Bulls. They both both played Champions League football in the same year. It does it just. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense, and it, I, I don't like the way they word it because it, it can be interpreted a few different ways. And yeah. and look, I'm I'm certainly not worried about it. I told you a few weeks ago, I'm not even worried about this seeding thing because it it is what it is. We're we're gonna have to beat somebody to to qualify for the group stages. So let it be a seeded team if it needs to be a seeded team. But uh, I still think we, we we have enough to go and win whoever we play against, yeah. even though. There's still a load of combinations and permutations, which will probably mean that we will be still seeded. Exactly, yeah. Like there's, the, it, you know, lots of clubs have ties together. Like we found out this week that uh, the PIF uh, Saudi um, Investment Fund um, is has it's a small stake in Clear Lake, which are the owners of uh, which are the investment partner with Todd Bowley in, in Chelsea. Um, obviously the PIF own the four top clubs in Saudi in Saudi Arabia. Um. Look, it's it's just one of those things that's kind of like it's it's just it's and it's not really transparent until people until it becomes transparent and then like I I put up something on Twitter today about it and I was kind of like it just kind of you know it, it's even though they only own they only have five percent commitment to to Clear Lake it's just shoveling it's moving money around to protect the value of an asset Chelsea spent quarter or nearly what was that half a billion three quarters of a billion whatever it was on transfers over the last the last 18, 24 months and obviously. Clear Lake want to get their investment back, their investment company. So the, the easiest way to get their investment back is, for the PIF, their five percent investment in that is to just buy those players back at a at a semi reduced cost and then bunk up the coffers. It's not rocket science, but the reason I'm going into that is that this is a tale as old as uh, as old as um, financial fair play has has been around really. 
You know, it's a byproduct product of financial fair play. The fact that there's co-ownerships, there's multi-ownerships, and so on and so forth. It's complete, and, and Aston Villa will will and should start to circumnavigate financial fair play through other clubs that they that they own. It's just something that Man City have done. It's something that, uh, that, that other clubs are doing. I don't know how they do it before anyone asks me, but um, the financial aspect of it is is, is certainly something uh, that, uh, that, that, that is to be... Um, is to be looked at, um. So look, it's it's not a huge it, like it's not a huge thing. I don't I don't have any worry on this, and I don't think it's going to come to bear at all on Aston Villa because if it does, yeah. there'll be a lot of other clubs throwing out of Europe as well. Based, I, I, I have more of an issue with uh, Man City and uh, Arsenal attempted to bankroll Chelsea back out of financial fair play trouble by buying their their talent. Anyway, that's a story for another day. Kovacic is is um. Uh, Kovacic is the is, is the man. Like I like that's a great signing. But also, mm. but like that's a great signing. But anybody who thinks they're going to see Calvin Phillips in the Man City shirt anytime soon, that's out <laughs> the window. Um, the fact yeah. you know, so uh, that that that's something as well. But yeah, there's another little piece to this as well. Uh, that I I wanted to mention. I mentioned him as well about uh, uh, Seferin. Um, so Alexander Seferin. Um, basically. Even though he's the president of UEFA, he is the arbiter of the rules. For whatever reason in his mind, he's come out and basically sided on the on the money side. And like basically said, ha, yeah, I'm going to take all this money that's coming in. Because he basically said that he, the current um, uh, regulations with regards to this need to be looked into from the point of view of he wants to encourage multi-ownership because there's more and more interest in this type of property, as he called it. Now... Is there is there a more soulless way to describe a club? I know I'm okay to 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 be corrected in this and the fact that it could be taken out of, out of context with regards to translation. But what a soulless way for an administrator of a of the biggest, the probably the most profitable outside of FIFA, the most profitable regional, um, you know, sporting entity. I would go so far to say to call a property like, and he's supposed to be a football man. I don't know. I don't know. Like. He could be a great guy. He could turn out to be a super guy. But I'm just since the since the Super League piece, he's just seemed to become a real pussy cat for any of these big entities that come in here and try to dictate him. And look, as I say, people, I don't know as much as I should know about him, but I'm just not convinced by things that he comes out with. And he just seems to be just like like all the rest of them, you know. I suppose in 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 those big roles, unfortunately, which is undermines kind of confidence in him. No, I've well, I I, I liked the sound bitey throughout at the start, but since then I, I've been uninspired by what he what he what he has done and how he's reacted to some stuff. But look, we we've bigger fish to fry. All we all we've got to do is look after our own ship, and as long as they're not going to throw any sanctions at on, on us for owning forty six percent of Vittoria Gomez, I couldn't give a shiny shade about anybody else. Mm. It's, it's time for it's time for us to look after our own ship. Sail it well, which we've we've been doing for the last couple of years, and uh, sailing into proper Champions League football in the coming years. That's where we yeah. want to be. That's what it's all about. Um, I lost that comment there that I wanted to say. Didn't we meet John the, in? Uh, we did Birmingham? John the Jenny. We did, and his two boys as well. And it we was did. we that it was yeah. I w- did did your young did your young lad get to that house party for a finish, John? I think, yeah. <laughs> In fairness, well, happy, happy, was... <laughs> happy birthday, John! Exactly, happy birthday to you! Yeah, and there's someone else um, 
that I want to give a shout out to tonight, and that is uh, most of you might remember David Scott, who does our yes. Christmas song for us. We we might hear from him at the at the live show as well. But uh, David Scott is getting married on Friday, so congratulations to you and your good wife to be. And we wish you many years of happiness together, obviously. And uh, yeah, and we look forward to seeing you on the 9th of September. Absolutely. Here, 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 indeed. Um, Paddy, what will we do next? Let's do our transfer chat let's, next and let's let's leave the live podcast uh, guest announcement uh, until the end. Uh, Paddy, we're in transfer season. Um, Are we? Actually, before before we get into the transfer. Time of the year. <laughs> my favorite time of the year. Yeah, yeah. Contrary to popular belief. But... Um, Actually, before we get into the transfer stuff, the club shop isn't open until two o'clock tomorrow, Paddy. <laughs> what do you think that means, Paddy? Uh, I, I, we, but before we go on this, we haven't a clue. We're just, I've just been playing the Twitter game all day today. I've been a bit devious in Twitter um, t- today with, with, with a couple of posts, but um, nothing really to do with the with the kit because I don't know. We don't know anything about the kit. But when this came out, obviously Twitter, Twitter was ablaze that the kit was going to be going to be. Uh, Released tomorrow. Of course it was. That's that's only natural. Yeah. Do you want to know my opinion on a pallet? We've not seen anything on a pallet yet, anyway, Paddy. So no. it's not really kit release day until, until we see it in a pallet. We don't even know who the sponsor is going to be. It was never announced. It was never announced. It was kind of just like there was a big broom gotten out, and it was like someone lifted up the, the carpet in the corner of the whole suite and brushed <laughs> the BKA underneath there. My yeah, they've forgotten about it. Yeah, but um. No, it's never it's never been fully announced. A lot of kazoo has gone from Villa Park, so it will be like we're going to find out sooner rather than later. Exactly, and it, 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 I'm ninety nine percent sure it'll be BK eighty eight, and I'm ninety nine percent sure we will not see the shirt tomorrow. Um, I just cannot believe that the club would be financially naive to re- release a shirt tomorrow and not announce it and not have a queue outside the ground. So that's just my opinion. I could be completely wrong. But that's my opinion on it anyway. Yeah, I look to be honest, it'll be like it'll be announced when it's announced. And if any, but it'll be announced when it's announced. But if anybody's gonna be down there for two o'clock tomorrow waiting in the queue, unfortunately I'm an extra large at the moment. So uh, keep me <laughs> in mind if you're going into the into the, the club shop. It's um, too late for me. I want I want the one for my holidays, but I'm gonna be too late. It won't won't reach me in time. So yeah, it is what it is. So if if it if it's released tomorrow, so be it. I, I I would I would love us to be big enough to be releasing our short that uh that um early in the in the summer that people could wear it going on holidays and wear it going to the states and wear it going to Valencia and all those places that we're going to this summer, and uh, yeah, but we don't tend to do that whether whether it's our call or whether it's fanatics call, but uh, I'm not expecting to see a short tomorrow for sure. Just in case Paddy said he's going on holidays, Paddy's going into Love Island Villa. Um, I didn't mind joking. He's going into I'm a celebrity uh, for three weeks, so Paddy's not going to be uh, going to going to be around uh, for. Is it three weeks, Paddy? Two weeks. Uh, a couple of, yeah, couple of weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Don't worry, you you'll have so much transfer talk to talk about. You won't need me. Well, if you were to rely on Twitter, we're not going to sign anyone and we're going to get relegated next year because we've signed no one. Um, yeah. And why haven't they announced Telemans? They can't because it's not the first in July yet. That's how they can't announce him because his contract doesn't end. Um, so I have a sneaky I have a sneaky feeling that we're going to see a transfer. We're going to see a man in person in the next couple of days. So hang tough on that one. But I, I have a sneaky feeling that's going to happen this week. Well, there you go. 
I I I don't know. I I, I can't back that one up. Um, I I can neither confirm nor deny that one. Um, but talking about transfers, Paddy, like if you were like, there's been been a lot of names linked in the last couple of days. Paul Torres just doesn't seem to want to go away. Um, that link. Um, I I I love it. Like, don't get me wrong, but every time I hear it, I kind of go, oh, it's usually followed up half an hour later with Bayern Munich are looking at signing him, and like you're kind of going. Well, look, yeah. you know, much and all as I love Aston Villa, Bayern Munich do need a left-sided centre half, and you know, uh, you know, it's so love it, love it to happen, but I, I struggle to kind of to start bouncing in the seat over because uh, it just seems like one that might get away from us, unless like if we haven't, unless we do it under the cover of darkness. But there seems to be a lot of chatter about it at the moment. Obvious links with with Unai Emery, Paddy, uh, but what what, mm. what do you make of that one? Like it just doesn't seem to want to go. It doesn't go away, but the, the, the still, on the other hand, it doesn't seem to be anything happening. I think if we were, I, I personally think if we were going to sign him, it would have happened last January. Um, that was just that was just my opinion at the time, and I still stand by it. Um, whether he was just too pricey, whether it was just still too raw with uh, Unai Emery to go back and try and do business with his old club, whether they felt that they needed to keep him for the rest of the season, I don't know. Um, I, I just don't see it. I just don't see it happening. That's. That's just my opinion. I don't have anything to back that up. Mm. I just don't think um I don't think that's the area of the pitch that we're gonna break the bank on. And it is breaking the bank. It is gonna cost us a fair lot of money. So for that reason, I don't think it's gonna happen. I could be wrong. I'm not I'm not saying I know anything or anything to the you know that would suggest otherwise, but that's that's just my gut feeling on it. And somebody we were linked with Linked to it, I'm going to say tentatively linked to it in January. There's something there was a story on, and and uh, you know, at the time, I suppose, really prior to the World Cup, it may have been a possibility. Um, Marcus Turab from uh, Mauricio Bunch, Mauricio Gladback. There you go, put my teeth back in there. Um, I needed Paul O'Connell to say that for you. Uh, yeah, I needed that exactly. <laughs> but he's uh, he's gone to AC Milan. I think it's a super move for him. Obviously, it would be better if he was in Claret and Blue. Um, I don't ever think he was a realistic um option once you know once the World Cup came around, crossed off the list pretty quickly for me. Um, mm. you know he was going to be able to name his price at a, at a club in the Champions League and uh, more power to him. I'm trying to think of other transfers, Paddy. Are there any other, any other links that you can? Well, there's, there's the still world? there's still a load of links in the air. Like, and, yeah. and I think that I think that's the only one that's over the line. Obviously, the the um, I'm going to murder his name now. Can, can, tell. can Lee and Can Can and Lee? Yeah, yeah. Um, man bound. Linked, linked with Paris Saint Germain, not done. Asensio, not done. Uh, Nico Williams, not done. So let there be no panic. Unai Emery is only back in the building a wet day now, so it's it's gonna it's gonna take a bit of time before these are done. That's why that's what leads me to think that something's gonna happen this week now that we have him back at Body Morhi doing his work, mm. and uh, yeah, and his old mate Manchi on the way behind him. Yeah, that's that's something actually that. Uh, we haven't even spoken about. Or I haven't spoken to you about there. Obviously, look, uh, Manchi's coming in as well. Um, rumors had it, or there was there might have been something up on on social media that Unai Emery has been away on holidays, well earned holiday. Yes, he does take holidays. Apparently, um, I don't know how true that is. I only heard it secondhand in the grapevine. But obviously, if Manchi's coming into the building, um, Unai Emery's being out of the building, you would expect the transfer rumors and you would expect the chatter to die down because much and all is a lot of the the 
the links come from agents and they come from spurious agent twaddle, I suppose really is what you would call it. Some do come out of the building on purpose. And, uh, you know, when there's less people in the building or there's less people coming and going, uh, having meetings within the building, I suppose it's less likely that you're going to have many of those rumors. So we haven't seen an awful lot of them this week. Um, but what's your view on, uh, on Munchie, Paddy? Well, first of all, you, you say he was on holidays. My opinion was he was on a working holidays, sitting on the beach, drinking cocktails with Manchi on a private beach in the south of Spain somewhere. So <laughs> he was working his magic and getting that one over the line. Look, the man needs a holiday. The man never stops. Uh, I, I, I go to holidays myself this week, so I know exactly how he feels. You do need a break. You do, you do need to recharge the batteries. Everybody does, and he is no stranger or no different to, to you or I. We, we all need a break from uh, from reality and, and just to switch off the, the brain for a while. So I hope he had a really good rest and I hope he's back ready with a, with all his ducks in a row ready to get them all in before pre-season. Because I, I think that's important to us. I, I think a pre-season with everybody a full tilt, I, I'm thinking the likes of Coutinho that, that hasn't had one in a while. I, th I think that could be the make it or break him with him if he doesn't move on. So yeah, I, I I'd like to see the I'd like to see the the signings done early. I'd like to see us come back that first week in July with well th those that aren't in international duty come back the first week in July, and and be ready and fit and ready to go and having a, a full preseason under their belt. So uh, yeah, interesting times, but uh, I don't think there's any need to panic just yet. No, absolutely no need to panic whatsoever. Like any of the business that's been done, really, has been players going out uh, within the Premier League. Yes, you've seen. Inter-team movements like some McAllister and, and and looks like Kai Havertz is going to move to Arsenal. I'm a lot higher on that Kai Havertz move than a lot of people. I take the money out of it. Um, I think Kai Havertz is like he before he moved to Chelsea, he was flyer like he was he was flying it at Leverkusen. Um, and and Chelsea has just been a bit of a basket case since he's moved in there. Um, so it's uh it, it's an interesting one. Like when you've got Frank Lampard and then you've you've got Potter more or less set up to fail. Um, from the point of view when he was brought in there, and then uh, then um, you know, having having um, uh, having the end of the season that the, the Chelsea had there as well, as I say, uh, yeah, that'll be an interesting one there. One of the guys, uh, where has it gone to? Tim Tim Hurley says, uh, there's that young lad from Turkey. The rumors as well, yeah, Arda Guler, um, if Villa <laughs> managed to pull it off, it would be an intro. It would be a, a barn stormer. I was nearly going to make, I was nearly going to say, I will do X if Arda Gula sides for Aston Villa. But there was rumour today to say that, uh, yeah, that's him. Um, there was a rumour today that said Aston Villa were going to send a delegation out there to, to, to Turkey to have a chat with him. Um, and I'd be surprised if they didn't do their due diligence just to see where he was looking to go. Linked with massive team, like Aston Villa are a massive team, but linked with teams that are in the Champions League, linked with teams that are um, obviously maybe buy him for a year or two's time. Wouldn't be first first choice. Maybe he wants to continue his development, but at a, at a slightly higher level within the Premier League. And uh, I know Fenerbahce fans wouldn't like me like to hear me say that. Uh, but uh, and I do know a couple of Fener fans. Um, uh, I work with a couple of them, so uh, hopefully they're not watching this podcast because uh, I get a, <laughs> I get a flea in my ear tomorrow. But yeah, I'd be I'd be absolutely blown away if we if we signed him. Just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. But um, again fantastic player and there's a reason I haven't done any scouting series on him uh, because uh, I just I find it hard to believe that he's going to sign for Aston Villa um, but if he does if he does good player uh, anything else Paddy anything else you can think of 
I think we've we've covered well. We haven't covered off everybody because there's a, there's a whole load of uh, linking and talking and stuff going on. A lot of it pie in the sky, but uh, yeah, I think you've covered you've covered off the main transfer targets there. I think um, two positions I think will will um, will happen is uh, we will sign a backup goalkeeper and we will sign another right back. So that's what we're not seeing mentioned. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. Sneaky suspicion. We we bring back an old goalkeeper. You've been an saying this goalie for a while now. An ex goalkeeper of ours may come back in the in the transfer window. A homegrown goalkeeper. So let let's say uh, well, home homegrown. Tro- that's 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 an that's an absolute. That's a rotten tomato, Paddy. Because not a <laughs> Villa didn't. We grow didn't grow him. But one one yeah. But he, he's classed as an English player in the in the. In oh the, yeah, um, homegrown English player in in the yeah. in the European circle. So uh, yeah, I may as well tell everybody. I think Tom Heaton is going to come back. Yeah, Paddy is <laughs> a sneaking suspicion. Tom Heaton is going to be coming back. But then again, Paddy, did you not see? Did you not see Prime Dida last night playing for playing for Sweden? Did you not see old Robin Robin Olsen <laughs> had a ten minute spell of Robin Yashin? <laughs> what? Like there was a ten minute spell there where. He literally he would have blocked as Noel Carrington said this. He would have blocked hayseeds, you know, <laughs> if they were if they were uh, if they were blown at him. He yeah, out of nowhere, what a great performance for him last night. Mm. They ended up losing two 0 but uh, I think it was two 0 anyway. But he what? had a, he had a fifteen minute spell where he was just like it was, it was it was highlight well, real stuff. I was hoping that that fifteen minutes while the Scotland match was on pause was was enough of a show reel for somebody to come in and look at that big shop window and ask how much is that doggy in the window and take him away. Mm. And we had, yeah, and Chad from Villa Forever podcast as well. Yeah. Good to see you, Chad. Um, Chad says we're linked to Begovic as well. I yeah, and I, that, I was surprised at that because I thought Begovic had signed for Luton Town. Already, you know, he was he was heavily linked with going to Luton, and he was also heavily linked with the second uh, seat at um at at Fulham, um. But I think it was Fulham, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, an old head like that might be worth uh might be worth looking at as well. But um, yeah, interesting ones for sure, for sure, interesting ones. Right, Paddy, we could stay here and talk about um about uh, transfers all day long, but um. Let's uh, so obviously the, the the third piece of this is we've got a live podcast coming up. Unfortunately, for any of you who haven't got tickets already, it has been sold out. Um, I mentioned I think last night, or maybe it might have been the night before. I mentioned that uh, we are still efforting to see if we can get more tickets there. So there will be uh, as soon as we have anything on that, we will uh, give you guys plenty of notice, uh, at least three or four days notice to uh, before we tickets go up and sale. But as of now. Tickets, the initial uh, cohort of tickets, the additional 20 tickets that went on sale have all been sold out. And we're just waiting to see if there's going to be uh, any more uh, that will be able to go on sale. So if there's any corner that they can fit people into, um, the view will still be great, don't you worry. Um, <laughs> but if there's any corner that, uh, to fit people into. But with that in mind, we've, we've announced the two. We have two uh, podcast guests um, already booked in. We have wonderful Dan Bardell. Um, from the Villa View and from uh, your Sky Sports screens uh, will be there. We have the two lads from Villa and Tour, Max and Simon, uh, who are going to be uh, fresh from the US trip and their trip to Valencia. I think I saw Max put up today as well. Uh, so that's going to be fantastic. And we also have somebody else that a lot of you from Twitter will be very familiar with as well. But we're not going to tell you about who it is. We're going to let him tell you himself. On Today FM, I'm away on holidays at the moment. 
Ah, wait a minute. Hey guys, how's it going? It is Deck Pierce here from Block Rock and Beats on Today FM. I'm away on holidays at the moment in Spain, but I'm just jumping on very quickly to say I am absolutely honored to be a special guest at the For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast in Dublin, live in the Laughter Lounge on the 9th of September. No telling. Be there, which is fantastic news. Unfortunately, Dan Bardell is going to be there as well. Uh, but listen, we'll chat all things Villa on the 9th of September. See you soon. Up the Villa. Now, if you're wondering why Unai Emery <laughs> popped up in the middle of that as well, <laughs> Mr. Pierce may have given away the final guest that we haven't <laughs> announced just yet uh, on that. And this is where I come a cropper, just like that night uh, where in when we after we played Nottingham Forest, Paddy, where I was sworn to secrecy about <laughs> about that player, that, that player that saluted you or that called you over, and of course I blurted it out in the middle of the podcast and announced myself. I am now going to shut up. Well, it may or may not have been him. May or may, may not have may been, not have been, been <laughs> him. And people, people will go back and listen to it now. But um, yes, that Deck Pierce is going to join us. Yeah, for those of you who don't know Deck Pierce, Deck Pierce is uh, a national broadcaster here in Ireland uh, on Block Rock and Beats uh, on Today FM. Superstar DJ around the country. Put it this way: he's Ireland's Nathan Daw. Um, in case you, yeah, exactly. Paddy's wearing his wearing his top. So, in case you don't know him, he's I was he's trying to give it away a bit early, but uh, no, nobody put it in the comments. Nobody put it in the comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Deck is going to join us uh, on the on, on the evening. I suppose we're going to say the night on the evening, and uh, he's going to chat to us as well about Aston Villa. It's great to have an Aston Villa fan in uh, such a position here within the broadcast media within Ireland as well to be able to to fly the flag, and he very much so does that. We're, we're uh, very thankful, um, and we did not put him up to saying unfortunately. Dan Bardell will be there as well. He did that at his own volition. We did not do that. So, Dan, if you're watching this, that wasn't us. That was take that up with Mr. Pierce. Take that up with Mr. Pierce. Um, but uh, yeah, and we're looking forward to it on the 9th of September. And in due course, we will announce the last person that will be joining us um, on that night. And um, yeah, or, or that evening or that afternoon. We're really looking forward to it because uh, it's going to be great to get a, a group of Villa fans together in Ireland because it's been been too long coming, to be honest with you. And uh, just delighted to be able to facilitate it for sure. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, delighted, delighted that Deck. Um, for those that would remember, we had our Christmas party at Deck's gig last December. We had a rare old night out in, in Limerick Dude. at Deck's gig. And mm. for those that don't know, Deck has a big gig this weekend in Fairview Park in Dublin. If anyone's interested, you can get your tickets at Ticketmaster.ie or .com or wherever yeah. you, you pick up your tickets. But uh, that's going to be an epic gig. And but for um, two games of hurling that I have to go to on Saturday afternoon, I would be going myself. But uh, I'm raging I'm going to miss it. But yeah. that's life. We can't, we can't do everything. But uh, I've seen Deck loads of times for those that like uh, 90s uh, rave music. Uh, it, it's just just a great show, brilliant show yeah. to watch. So uh, if you ever get a chance, you got to go and see him. And we look forward to, to seeing him on the 9th of September. And Richard asked in the comments there, is it, is it going to be shown on YouTube? Not live, Richard, but we will get it out there eventually. Yeah, it's uh, we will. Yes, it will be. It will be shown after the event, um, not directly after the event because I'm sculling points for two days after that event. Um, and the reason I'm, I won't be at Deck Pearson in Fairview in Fairview Park is because I'll be having a scrap with a seven week old child for the whole weekend. <laughs> so uh, that's why I won't be there. Um, <laughs> and he'll win too. That's the thing. The child will win. Uh, but yeah, really looking get look looking um looking forward to it. Um, Keith Cassidy, the, oh, John, John, there's a guessing game coming on here. Last person is Ross McCormick. Um, <laughs> and then Keith, that's Jonathan Ridge says, last person, no, it's not Ross McCormick. And Keith Cassidy says, McGrath to be announced for the last guest. 
if he is, I haven't heard anything about it anyway so far. <laughs> but uh, um, who knows? And who knows? Gaz wants to know who was in the car park. It was Ross McCormick. He couldn't get out of his car. <laughs> yeah, he was locked out of his car. Locked out of his car. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're, look, we're really looking forward to it. And um, if any of you guys have tickets, uh, as I said, we're looking forward to chatting to you all on the night as well. Paddy, I think that's going to do it. Uh, I was complaining about being tired last night and, and things aren't any different. Um, I actually was supposed to open up a can on the podcast because uh, just why not? It's the Nightcap podcast. So um, with that, I, I think, Paddy, no better time, I think, to end the pod. Um, I'm going to have a little <laughs> nightcap myself and tip off to the land of Nod. Um, but thank you so much, everybody, for watching. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening as well. Um, yeah, interesting times ahead. It's going to be interesting tomorrow to see if said kit announcement does happen um and if it does uh we will uh surely be able to, to to chat our way through it and see what we think about it um and we hope you guys will be able to join us as well tomorrow so i suppose with that everybody have a fantastic night stay safe stay healthy and all that's left to say is up the villa up the villa i did it again forgot my outro <laughs>